It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipit.tv. Hey guys, John Barchard here. You guys know how much I love to play fantasy football. So I need you to listen up because I want you to join the highest rated fantasy football app. It's called Draft. You get to play in a real live snake draft, but be done in under five minutes. And they last just for one week. Drafts start every couple of minutes, so you can join right now for week 13. And the best part is you get to play for cold, hard cash. And get this, your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap sites, on all the DFS sites. Because you're always trying to figure out, okay, where should I start this guy, the value, and I don't have enough money to do all that stuff. It doesn't happen on draft you get a selection of every premium player you just got to be the smartest one in the room it's a six player snake draft so you get in you get out tournaments start from one dollar to a thousand dollars to everything in between three person drafts six person drafts on and on the options are limitless and all new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit all you have to use is promo code bgnr that's right play a real money game for free just by using promo code bgnr and it gets even better draft is so sure that you'll love it that they are offering bgn radio listeners a money back guarantee up to a hundred dollars no excuses now just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play for free right now with promo code bgnr you're listening to bgn radio that's back he's looking he's looking he is rolling he's gonna tuck it and run he is in the end zone touchdown carson wentz <laughs> It is BGN Radio. I uh, am not going to do anything to celebrate because that was <laughs> not fun at all. That was not from from uh, the whistle. There was like maybe seven minutes of that game. 
that uh, you're like, oh, hey, I looked at James Seltzer. Uh, during the fourth quarter, and I go, you know what? I'm tired of this crap. I'm tired of just feeling like they're not going to come back and win. I go, it starts right now with the fourth quarter, and it's going to roll, and then Carson Wentz does something amazing, and he hits Nelson Aguilar down deep as he's going down. I'm like, there you go. And John then on broke thir- my hand I in did. the process. Third and 14, I broke his hand because I, I, oh, yeah. I see Nelson Aguilar wide open. It's, okay, I'm like, 17-10. Okay, here we go. But it just was not in the cards tonight. This was uh, this was a bad game for Doug. This was a bad game for Carson. This was uh, a bad game t- t- for challenges, for uh, Seattle refs, for a-, a bunch of it. It all just accumulated into it. It's BGN Radio uh, for the post game right here on uh, Facebook Live and also on the replay if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. The hearts, the five-star reviews do go a very long way. James, I'm just – I'm not – I'm. I feel like crap, and I feel like I wasted my Sunday night. Uh, at the end of the day, they're still ten and two, and guess what? Seattle's still kind of Seattle. Yeah, John. I want to go home and go to bed. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. No. I think. Look. Yeah. I, I had a bad feeling all day. It felt like a weird day. I felt all week like I thought the Eagles would win, but I felt like we were underrating Seattle. Everyone's like, "Oh, they're not good anymore," and mm-hmm. and it's especially because like that's this team. Like Pete Carroll's like. A king of the nobody believes in us. You know he's showing that team. We're six-point underdogs at home in our house. Yeah, the we psychology haven't won here in played two into weeks. it. All that stuff, you know that played out, and I think we probably took it for granted. I don't think I don't think the Eagles did. The Eagles got outplayed tonight by a by a good football team that yeah, they're missing some pieces, but they're still physical. They're tough. They played at home. And and the Eagles beat themselves a lot tonight, too. You mentioned it in the open, I think clearly, handily the worst game Doug Peterson's had since Kansas City. I, yeah, I, I think like, this one's worse, actually. It is. I yeah. mean, like, because there's one, like, I get it. Like, you screwed up the early challenge. I said in the moment, I understand the challenge, but I said not to challenge me, you, and Dan Klecko staying there, and I'm like, don't challenge it. It's I also too got close. it, but it was just like, yeah, it was too it close. Yeah. Those so mm-hmm. rarely get overturned, but to not, whether you're gun shy from the first one, you don't want to lose the timeout, you don't want to lose the second challenge, whatever it is, to not challenge the forward pass, whether you like the moment that ball leaves Russell Wilson's hand, you don't even know which way it's going. Pearson should have had the challenge flag on the yep. field. That was a game changing, non challenge, a game changing decision. And ultimately, like again, they beat themselves in a lot of ways. Wentz, you know, didn't have the best night, especially early on. Made that some Aguilar miss amazing plays, yeah. but but not the best night. The D was solid, but broke at times. But but you look back at a couple of those decisions, and really that decision not to challenge there for me. Like the game really came down to that play. Yeah, and the game really just came down to that second half. First yep. half, there was a, there was a lot of missed opportunity there, and sure, you didn't get uh, points on the board when you when you probably should have. Uh, I was, you know, some people can go back and forth with the the fourth and one and, and punting it away. It ended up being the right call. Uh, they got Russell Wilson in a sack. They actually gained six yards, but they didn't actually capitalize on any of that. Third quarter, just as you thought that this Eagles team would would be doing the same things that it has done all year, did indeed, and that was. Mm-hmm. That was the challenge, right? That was that was the the opening drive of the third quarter. Yep, that was well, that's that where was, the drive was. The other was. problem with that cha- that first challenge was it was fourth and inches. You've got Wentz. It was like don't twelve for twelve just, just or eleven for eleven. It. Just right. go get it. Just go get those inches. Don't challenge it. But so regardless of that, they're driving down. They're driving down. Carson Wentz is right there to score to make it a ten ten game. Uh, Everybody's feeling good, and then what happens? Pop! 
there goes the fumble right into the back of the end zone. Uh, and uh, credit to Field Goals, uh, the uh, Seattle Seahawks blog of our SB Nation friends, because they're like, I'm feeling a turnover right here. And sure enough, uh, and I mean, not exactly turnover, Richardson. close enough. I mean, that's good yeah. coaching. That's good playing to know to get your hands in there and try and get it out. And and Carson can't can't lose that ball. Uh, you know, I, I said it, I tweeted it. I think we all agree. I think everyone on the planet, except I guess the NFL of rules officiating committee, <laughs> thinks that that is the dumbest rule in sport. Rule. It is. It is a, 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 absurd. Like yeah. I don't have the word that I want to say for it. Like it is such a dumb rule. So uh, you know, give them the ball on the twenty or whatever you're going to do, but you can't give the other team the ball. It's outrageous. But yeah. regardless, you know, it's still on ones for not hanging on to. Yeah, then that was kind of the biggest turning point, more so than anything else. I think we're going to talk about tonight. The moment that happened, everybody kind of sunk. Point swing almost. Yeah, you know? big time. Uh, and then on the return of of that drive, it went from. It was, I mean, it got it got crazy. Uh, you know, first of all, Brandon Graham played a hell of a game. Uh, see what he got his eight, eight and a half or nine. I don't know. Yeah, if they I don't know what the way. second one with Barnett was, but he definitely got the eighth and and somewhere. From eight to nine in that range. Yeah. So from that point, you know, Brandon Graham gets in there, uh, makes uh, makes some great plays. Unfortunately, the flags start coming out again, and there's bang. There's a defensive holding. There is another defensive holding. No they one wanted, told me Pete Morelli was repping that. I know. They, the hell, they wanted to do it a third time, but then they ate it because it was you know uncatchable. The next thing you know, this is something that had been working the entire night for the Eagles' defense was, for the most part, keeping Russell Wilson in, in, in front of him as he's doing his little dance, which, <sighs> hat tip to Russell Wilson, man. He looked like an MVP tonight. Like, he looked that great. Is, yeah. that's, that's, that's experience. That's a Super Bowl champion. That's, I, I couldn't believe what it, you know, every, every single time he somehow comes out and makes a play. But uh, so <coughs> they're rolling through. Uh, Jim Schwartz decides to dial up. The zero coverage. And if you listen to the Friday Conversation Show with Danny Kelly, the number one thing he says is teams always make mistakes by just throwing the whole entire house at Russell Wilson. He will make you pay for it every single time you do it. I cringed the moment I saw it was happening. Rodney McLeod ends up on Doug Baldwin, and you're just going like, well... You know, it was uh, a, a two-score game felt like an insurmountable lead at that point. Well, that I mean, how many times have you seen them do that play, Yeah, I mean, I've seen that play a million times where Doug Baldwin just crosses all the way across the field and zero blitz and Russell Wilson does a little spin move and just heaves the ball. And I always, like, every time my gut instinct is he's just like, where the frick is he throwing that you can ball say to? Fuck tonight. Where the fuck is he throwing that ball to? Sorry, folks, we're going to curse tonight. A little bit, you know? <laughs> Where the fuck is he throwing that ball to? And every time, Doug Baldwin's like nestling underneath Oh, it yeah, and, yeah. Here, I'm, I'm uh, five yards in front of uh, your nearest safety. unbelievable. Yeah. It happens all the time, and, and the Eagles got beat by it. And again, you credit the Seahawks. They played a really good game. They had a, a great game plan for, for this Eagles team on both sides of the ball. And they flew around tonight. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. I really think, you know, we talk a lot about football's an emotional game, all that type of stuff. I think Seattle came into this game feeling disrespected, and they wanted it more tonight, and they showed it. Yeah, and that was the uh, uh, Friday we all kind of talked about it, too, and I was feeling a little nervous. I just And it was okay. Like, this is the the thing I want to take away from this thing. I I think people this week are going to completely overreact to this and be like, Oh man! Well, if you can't beat Seattle on the road, then how can you beat anybody in the playoffs? And they're a playoff team. And oh my God, what about the Rams next week? The Eagles are ten and two. Mm-hmm. All right, this is their 
excuse me, their second loss in a while. Getting I know, choked up about yeah, this. I am. I got, I got a little filming back here. Uh, I know that the narrative will be they can't beat good teams. Oh, you know, Carson looked bad, and he did. Like, there is no excuse uh, for for Doug or for Carson tonight. Although I will say to to excuse Doug a little bit, there were three plays out there which were touchdown plays that just didn't happen. Totally. I mean, that Aguilar miss early on was a huge miss. The Barner miss later on, which Collinsworth pointed out, a big miss. And the the hold on Alshon Jeffrey, which led to the field goal, was such a a kick in the ding-dong. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? (laughs) Kick in the dong. It was was real bad. But but on top of that, there were still just so many mistakes from Doug. You know, obviously we've discussed the the non-challenge on the forward lateral. I mean, that's say again i'll say it again because the I, the effect needs to be there that the moment yep. that ball leaves russell wilson's hand i don't care if he's like turned backwards and throwing it that way you're still challenging it like that is a game changing moment in the game and That's you have to challenge one. it but and, also and, and, the first challenge was a mistake know. i i know you disagree with me but not kicking the field goal at fourth and three was a mistake you could have kicked a field goal later in the game you're only down eight you have a chance it's a one score game i thought there were multiple times tonight were Doug and also the play calling. I mean, how many times did we see that stupid little Torrey Smith yeah. three yard out, which was a stupid well, play. They would have been at 17-14 if they, if they went in or sorry, eight points only gets them to 14 after that. No, no, when they were down when they were down, it was down 17 to three. Yeah. So if they kick the field goal at 17 to six, then the next time they're down there, they kick a field goal at 17 to oh, nine. Oh, gotcha for the next eight time. Point gotcha, Because gotcha, gotcha. they were in field goal range and they had to go for a touchdown again. It doesn't work. So I think that it kind of that that decision to not go for it there forced them to not go for, to go for it again and and just kind of pin them le- that way. So I think ultimately, look, I, I just think, and I've been very, very praising praising of Doug this season, but he had a really bad game tonight. Yeah, I it was it, it just felt disjointed. There was uh, a lot of people are going to say it's conservative. I would say that's. That's right on. And honestly, you, between like Jay Ajayi and Legarrette Blunt early, that was working. You know, I, there was yeah. it was weird because right after that offsides penalty, uh, as Michael Bennett and whoever else was Frank Clark. Oh yeah, yeah. You son of a bitch, Frank Clark. Fuck you, Frank Clark. Can we just say that? <laughs> yeah. What a piece of shit that guy is. Look, uh, up, if you don't know what we're talking all right, about, all right, all right, all right. Look yeah. up Frank Clark. Yeah, yeah. Because he's an, he's he's a he's a J O. Yeah, ahead. but yeah, the, uh, a Jamoke, a big a big J O Jamoke, but. <laughs> You know, so, so when, once that happened, because when when Wentz came out in the first, I want to say half of the quarter, there was poise there. There was a nice rhythm to his game, and then all of a sudden, Michael Bennett started chapping in his ear, and you know he started talking smack back. I think that a lot of those that Seattle defense, although it's a shell of itself and it still has the same mentality, I think they got in his head a little bit. And after that offsides hit, uh, where he looked a little wounded, warrior-ish after that. The game plan also changed. I think Doug was like, oh, I can't get my guy killed. Let's just keep it on the ground here and here and here. Um, you know, as as much as I'm a, I'm against a lot of the second and ten runs, they were working a little bit early there uh, to protect your quarterback. I just think they got it so much so that they wanted to get out. It seemed like they wanted to get out of that first half. Not mm-hmm. that they wanted to score. They needed to get out of that first half to get to the third quarter. That's what it felt for a long time there. Yeah, no, it just the whole game, it, it never felt like the Eagles really got their footing and and every time something got rolling, something would happen. You know, the fumble out of the end zone, or I mean, that missed Aguilar throw early on. I mean, that was so big too. I mean, they're just—it's one of those games where you can just point to all these little moments at, or big moments and just say, "Oh yeah, that's why they lost." Like yep. you can you could diagnose the loss pretty easily tonight. Uh, 
Um, but look, and I also think that for for us as Eagles fans. Weird to say, but you had almost kind of forgotten what this feeling was like. Yeah. And you're sitting there in the fourth quarter, and you're like, It's been over a month and a half. Crap, we're going to lose. Like, <laughs> this yeah. sucks. Like, I forgot how much this sucks. And and I think that, like you said, John, we don't want to overreact to it. It's a weekly league. This was a spot where, again, you're going in to face a Seattle team that, despite some losses, and, and losses in an area where we've seen Pete Carroll be able to coach guys up, to get guys better. I think losing secondary players as great as they are, not Earl Thomas. You, losing Earl Thomas kills yeah, them. Definitely. But losing the other guys, they've they've shown a propensity to be able to deal with those type of injuries. And I think, you know, everyone just kind of underrated the Seattle team. They're a good football team still. Russell Wilson's yep. a great player, and yeah, they don't have an O-line, yeah, whatever, but they came in and they knew that they were being disrespected by Vegas, by everybody else too. coming Sharks in there. Too late. And yeah. they lost two two straight games at home. Uh, you know, I think if you step back and look at all that other stuff, don't overreact to it. This was a spot where Seattle should have won this football game, and and all the stuff before was a little bit of overconfidence and Vegas being a little, you know, a little sure. off. And listen, you're going to take that ten and one out and swag your swag your buns around a little bit and just say, <laughs> hey, we're you know we're here. This is there was. I, I tell you what, there wasn't enough. That was my thing. If you're going to walk into Seattle and you're doing the the dances before, and that's kind of a storyline. Todd Gurley brings it up kind of unprompted at some point this week and just says, look, we're too busy scoring touchdowns. We don't have for, time for celebrations. Like You could clearly see that people are getting annoyed about the Philadelphia Eagles and the talk. If they went into there and said, yeah, I don't care. We're going to keep celebrating. We're going to go to Seattle and kick your ass. If you set a precedent and do that, that's where it's kind of like, I understand the team chemistry stuff, and trust me, I love the let's just look ahead to this week and this week mentality that they've kind of created in there between Doug and Carson and all that. They didn't need to do that tonight, though. They needed to go in there and play loose and they they weren't they weren't themselves like yeah, it just it no, just wasn't there. It, it felt like they weren't themselves. And and John, like you said, I think this is the exact matchup of all the matchups where they needed to be that team because yeah. that's been Seattle for the last five years. That loose group that plays physical, tough football and goes out and flies around out there and doesn't really give a crap what you think. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, that, and that's what this Eagles team has been through the first 12 weeks of the season. We didn't see that nearly as much tonight. I mean, there were moments... Obviously, that Wentz throw to, to Aguilar for fifty-seven. Yes. I mean, one of the best plays Man. we've ever seen him make. I mean, what? I mean, to, and it's going to be kind of lost in the high right wheel. But that's yeah, why yeah. I wanted to mention it because, like, he was literally falling to the ground and he yep. hits the ball forty-five yards down the field. But um, that that stuff was just too few and far between tonight. They were never able to get in a real rhythm offensively. Couple drives seem to get moving, and then of course the ball goes out of the back of the end zone, or there's a holding call on Alshon, and you just can't capitalize. And then you add in the coaching mistakes, and it was just too much for them to be able to bear. Yeah, Jason Rivera is pointing out some good things too. You know, the, you, the coach didn't fumble the football, the coach didn't drop the, you know, have holding penalties. Coach wasn't doing a lot of those things. To that, to that, I agree. I, I really do yeah. think this is this is a lot more on the players. It's than It's all is around, but Doug had yeah. a terrible game. We can't. Just, oh yeah, I'm not absolving him. I'm just saying. Right, it wasn't all Doug's fault. Right. Doug did not lose them this game. Doug had a really bad game, though. Like, you know, like that's like he played. If I had to pick, if you could only say to me, one person is responsible for losing this game, which is obviously not the way the world works or anything works. If I had to pick one, I would place this game at Doug Peterson's. And and look, this week, too, is going to. And this is kind of what I fear as any any contract that comes in. So there's already skepticism with Alshon Jeffries numbers from not a lot of people, but the ones that just 
you know, even our own Benjamin Solek, who I'm not taking anything away from. He just had a great article uh, two week, or two days ago on BleedingGreenNation.com just kind of going over the value and stuff. And when you have a big contract and it's a big deal and everybody's happy and talking about this core that's going to be together until 2020, tonight when he doesn't have any, oh, I believe no targets in the first half, or one uh, target in the first I half. I think he had one target in the first half. I could be so, wrong about that, though. Yeah, and there's, there, listen. Only one th- catch, there right, wasn't, all night? Yeah, there wasn't any drive towards the first half into passing. Like, Alshon Nelly, Torrey Smith, they can't call the play. Now, they went to Torrey early, which I thought was pretty surprising. There was a lot of short of the sticks, three, four-yard outs where I'm just like, mm-hmm. all right, when's, when's the shot coming? You know, at least take one deep. And I always thought that tonight was a, was a perfect time when you have Byron Maxwell, when you have all these different guys, and you didn't get until, you know, late until the third quarter, fourth quarter, where Nelson Aguilar's dancing all over everybody and, and doing a lot of this different stuff. And, you know, I, I think Alshon's going to get some undeserved crap from this week. It's just like, you know, that's that's what you pay that guy for. Sure, you could have said that at any point during the season because he's actually making more than, you know, his contract is. I, I think that all of that stuff is going to be fine. There's nothing that's going to be changed here. The only thing that I, I want to see more of is, uh, listen, Torrey Smith, I have deep respect for what you do. I don't think people understand what you did on the field uh, early on in the season to really open up and help some folks. It's time for Mac Collins. Let's get that train. John, let me, Jim, let me rephrase that. It's been time. Yeah, it's been for time Mac for a long time. And we've known this. And, and it's time, you know, one target tonight, he catches it, of course, because he catches everything that comes his way. I think there's no question about that. And to your kind of overall point here, like, Really, really, we. I really don't want people to overact to this. To they deserve this. to be ripped they, for sure. Yeah, as I'm doing, yeah. you know, a, a bad coaching performance, mistakes across the board, Wentz mistakes. Everyone is culpable here. Um, but again, like this is a week to week league. The NFL is that way. You know, just because they lose this game doesn't mean that they're not going to go into Los Angeles and win or win out the rest of the season or do whatever they need to do. Like. That's still on the table. They played a, a tough team in a in the toughest place to yeah. play in the sport, and they Almost got like beat. They, they bought into the the thing. They bought into the Seattle. Sure, thing. they've already been there once. At least Carson has, and that's what I like. I don't understand. Didn't go well. Yeah, like why? Why buy, just do the things that got you there? Yeah, you well, know, get to, to the ten and one. They were just never able to get there, though. Like it was just off all night. It was just one of those football games where. You know, they didn't feel like the Eagles, really on either side of the ball, even though the D played better, um, you know, playing against Russell Wilson, you're not able to close, you're not able to finish, and that doesn't feel like an Eagles team either. It was just a, uh, you know, they just, it was just a game that the Eagles lost, and I think we forget what it's like to lose games, which is a good thing to say, (laughs) but, you know, they just got beat tonight. They beat themselves for sure, but they also got beat. Yeah, and there there are different. It's not like the 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 everyone played terrible either, but it just wasn't. No, everyone there were, played terrible. John. There, there, was, there, there was there was no there was no flow to it. There was I mean like uh, again, there's no flow to it. Is a really good way to put it. Yeah, uh, I think Lane got beat a couple of times where he shouldn't a lot have of tonight. Third down failures on defense, which rarely happens yes. with this team. Third and longs, they're converting right and left. You know, offensively, the Eagles still did a good job. It seemed for the most part on third down comparatively, but 
it just never felt like they were able to get sustained drives, or they would get sustained drives going. They just weren't able to finish these drives. It was really, a, it was, it was just an off game. Yeah, it was. And and I, the other thing too is, I know that there's even even people in the comments now was like, oh, the refs really screwed this thing up. They and, and sure, there's there's a part of it where I think the flow of the game was messed up by then. And they were pretty shitty. Yeah, let's be they, real. They were. They definitely were. But like they, the Darby the PI call was ridiculous. But the Eagles did not lose this game. Because, no, like, they if, beat if, themselves. If they had somehow and lost Seattle that did. Carolina yeah. game, you you could have said they lost the game because of the officiating in that case. That was not tonight. It was especially bad early on. It seemed like there was a big disparity early in the game. And I think the bigger thing was there were a lot of Eagles penalties in big spots. Yes. It seemed like the Eagles really shot themselves in the foot, whether right or wrong. And I do think that there were some some real bad calls that were not Oh, ter- yeah, there were terrible calls Terrible tonight. calls. But and the, the non-Bow Allen one sticks, sticks out, too, oh, like God. on well, a was, defensive they, holding. Like, yeah. literally was like holding him, like <laughs> tackling Hulk him. Hogan as style, yeah. yeah. So I, there was... There were some real bad calls, but at the same time, like you, as much as the officials didn't help, you can't place this one. On yeah, uh, it's 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 really on everybody, and I, I just I I really wish I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it. If you want to buy into that swagger and that fun, then you you need the reason why Seattle was successful and why I think mentally they need to step it up a notch is because they didn't care. They didn't care about anybody. They said, "I'm going to go to your house." I'm going to fuck you up. You're going to come into my house. We're going to fuck you up there, too. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles don't have that yet. The Eagles, are they, they definitely can dictate uh, on the field. They can have a lot of fun while they're doing it. There, there is not that yet. There is there. They need that a little bit killer instinct, which I hope this kind of wakes them up to be mm-hmm. like, sure. oh, okay, and if you're going to stay on the West Coast and now just kind of looking ahead a little bit here, you know, now that now the Rams is a big deal. It went from like, okay, oh, this this is going to be a yeah. next Sunday it at four twenty five. Before now, it's like this is a huge deal. You got to win. Got to win this. game. I mean, your whole perception. If you want the first round by. Yeah, and, and ooh, I like that. Yeah. If the whole your whole perception of this team changes if they come back from this trip out into it's a tough road trip, but you know we we've been talking Super Bowl and rightfully so, and not that the Super Bowl's dreams are over if they go out to the West Coast and lose to. But that has to take a hit. You have to feel a lot less confident about this team. Conversely, if they can bounce back from this, this loss, this performance, and go in against a Rams team that, to be frank, is better than Seattle. Seattle again, yeah. again, a weekly league, you especially know, offensively. On least, one yeah. on one night, Seattle can be a better team than than another team that they might not be on another night. That's the way this league works. But I think the Rams are a better all around football team. And if the Eagles can go in there and bounce back from this and go in and handle business next week, then, you know, you're right back to where you started, I think. So I think next week is all of a sudden, I agree, become really the game of the season for this Eagles team, at least till till the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then it's just a uh, probably a Davis Webb led uh, Giants team. Uh, The Raiders, Raiders. who also looked awful while they were playing the Giants today. And and yet are tied for their division lead. Wouldn't it be great to be in the AFC West? Yeah, it would. It really would. And there's, uh, it's unfortunate because this was supposed to be a clinching night too. You know, you just kind of felt like. I didn't even want to talk. It's like. Caps and shirts night. And it didn't end up that way at all. It it, it was the farthest thing from. It was supposed to be tonight. Now. Coupons, you son of a bitch! Can't even. Can't well, coupons even... has done nothing for us I this know. season. It's that, ridiculous! That total son of a bitch. Kirk Cousins for those at home. A- that don't Atlanta know. did nothing for us today. Nobody's doing any. The Eagles are going to have to do this on their own, John. That's the thing. Well, that's fine, and that's 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 exactly how you have to win Minnesota's championships. Minnesota's a good anyway. football team. Yeah, and this is the weird thing. I don't know. I they are their defense is They're great. Good team. And, They're... and and they got a lot of weapons. And man. they got a lot of weapons as it stands right now. Currently. 
They have the tiebreaker right uh, now because the, so they're ten uh, and two. Gross. They are number one in the NFC. The Eagles are two right behind that. You, ha- I don't know if you. I, I think everybody's eye on the ball here is keeping pace with Minnesota. It's not keeping pace with Minnesota. It's making sure the Rams and the Saints and whatever random eight and three team or nine and three team that's going to come around is is distance, and you have it over there. I don't care about going to Minnesota. I know people are just kind of like, oh no, it has to come through Philly. I, you just got to just if you make it there, that's a that's the one of the greatest successes of the season. You know, I get to the get if you're getting to the championship game, obviously that's yes, great. I agree, but I want I want two home games. They're so good at home. Yeah. But I'm with you. I agree. And look, I think that this team can't afford to be looking at any other team anyway. They need to go out and handle their business and worry about themselves and win some football games. But uh, I, I want to ask you a question here because I hear this a lot. I've even seen a few people in the chat bring this up. Yeah. And I, I don't – honestly, this is one of those things I've gone back and forth on. I generally – my gut instinct is to, to not believe in this, but I, I, I understand how an argu- argument can be made – is it a good thing ever for a team to lose no. a game? Nope. nope. I, I agree. That's my nope. gut instinct. That's my this gut instinct. This is not a wake up. But it's not like, people, oh, they're going to adjust now. You're going to hear that. You're, you're going to hear gonna that all hear week. That. That's, yeah. let, me, let me just say this. Uh, I understand. Just like you, I understand where it's coming from. It's all bullshit. <laughs> you know? Did, 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 the, did the 07 Patriots, that they need to lose a game and then they would have beat the Giants? No. They just kicked everybody's ass and they were real great about it. Uh, this team just needs to be better. <laughs> I, even if it's even let's say okay because for instance right let's say there was some adversity there in the fourth quarter and they ended up winning that game twenty to seventeen are are we talking about like okay good they got that out of the way you know there was some adversity right. there that's good enough right. to get in the playoffs no no it's it is I don't understand as as Eagles fans as NFL fans why we don't buy our own cliched sayings this is a week to week league in the regular season that is it. That is it, and uh, you're going to learn things from wins and from losses. If you think that this team was was looking and smelling itself a little bit, maybe I understand that. I don't think that the Eagles were smelling themselves. I don't either. I just think they played a bad football game. I didn't think they executed well. Well, I thought the the coaching was subpar, and that's where we're at. I think... Uh, Jim Schwartz got if honestly, it's on Schwartz too a little bit. I listen, the defense played phenomenally and no one's gonna talk about that because the of Brandon. The defense played well. I wouldn't go phenomenally. The defense played good. They didn't play good. Okay, maybe they maybe were that's not, you know better. what I mean? Sure. Like they were good. They were good tonight. Yeah, they were they were good. They and, were good enough to win this game. And I think I think it's a little egotistical to call that blitz. I really do. I think it, I think for your guys to get home and believe that I know that sounds ridiculous. I'm not saying that like I you should know, never call I know it. What you mean. It's I know, just yeah. specifically with this team in that situation. There's no need to go balls to the wall there. That yeah. changed the entire football game yeah, as well. Yeah, I agree. But at this, yeah, it did. It did. But at the same time, I get it. Like I don't. I'm never going to kill a D coordinator for being aggressive in that spot at the game because if you do get home, like. That's such a game changer the other way. And it did in the no, moment. No, you just punt. That's it. There's not a the big moment, game changer. In the moment, it felt, it didn't feel, I didn't have as strong a reaction to it as you. I get it. I think that calling out one call there is kind of, you know, it's like saying, the you know, Peterson had a bad game across the board. It wasn't just one thing. Sure. I understand what you're saying, though. I do, but the, you, you can I point to four Schwartz's or five things scheme, that changed the game. That's one that of them. I think that Schwartz's scheme tonight, for the most part, was sound. And I thought the approach on Russell Wilson was good. No, it was I, real good. I do think there were some spots where where it was, you know, there were missteps. Yeah, anytime, and, and as dangerous as it is for Russell Wilson just to keep going there, and that's a, 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 the, a ton of reasons why 
I don't know if it's ref influence or it's just like that's how you get defensive holding penalties. Get them all because the time. you're just like, well, he's yep. going to keep running around and yep. running around and doing all that. But the plan to make him do that is a good plan. Yep. Like you, you might as well take your shots on there. Where him. it's where it's like we're going to continue this way, and then here comes the stunt, and then you're throwing into the sideline. Thank God they called a grounding call because I was like, My you goodness. better, you better throw yeah. a flag on that uh, uh, as you kind of go through there. But yeah, I, I, I don't. They're tough to defend. I mean, a lot of that. It's really a lot are. of confusion. A lot of that that muddling of the guys across the field, the crossing routes, the patterns. Like it is, it's a tough offense to defend when Russell Wilson can create time like that. It, let's put it this way: I think it's an offense that really plays well to their best player's strengths. Yes, I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. And there is, you know, there's a, always like <laughs> the divisional opponent uh, fins. Some Cowboy fans that have already uh, stuck around in some mentions, and you're going oh, like, God. here you go, Carson yeah, Wentz can with a big so- game. I and- saw someone <laughs> in our chat here say, I hope Zach Ertz is done for the season. I'm like, all right, thanks, asshole. Like, wow, I don't know what the like, hell is who are you? Why are you watching this right now? Out with a concussion, by the way. So, uh, Why I'm- are you watching this right now if you yeah. hope Zach Ertz is out for the season? Why? Yeah. We don't want you watching this, okay? Yeah. How about or that? Or listening or anything. Yeah, you're not part of this, okay? Whoever said that. I hope uh, Ertz is fine. Peterson is way. at the podium right now, and he's just you know saying the things that you should say. You can't show up and expect to win against a good football team. Did he say I fucked up? Or Elf, no? Offense failed yeah. to execute on a, on you know the fourth and three. Uh, Wentz was under duress for a little bit. Um, other quotes coming in: Everything matters. Guys are sick to their stomachs with the loss, but another opportunity against the playoff team uh, next week is 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 what we're here for. Um, uh, getting the ball at the at the second half was the reason for the punt early on on that fourth and one uh, play. You know, I, I, I get I get that too. I just don't think nope. that there's. <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I think to to again just to go back to it. Uh, you need to be aggressive against another team that's going to be aggressive. I don't Especially think you just dictate to them. Especially in that spot towards the end of the half where they would have, wouldn't have a ton of time to really, you know, it, it, I, I hated that call. I hated the game for V. I just thought he had a bad game tonight, and it wasn't all his fault. Like you said, it really, there is blame to go around, and Carson Wentz definitely, I feel like we definitely have, have heaped a lot of praise on that young man this year. He deserves a little blame tonight. Not holding on to the football, some strange decisions, some big misses to Aguilar there, and, and just never really felt like he was in a flow all night long, and then of course, you know, a, a, a number of other mistakes that you can point to throughout the game. It was just, um, you know, they got they got beat tonight. Yeah. They beat themselves. They got beat. Like, there isn't too much more to say other than, you know, don't freak out. I think that they're still a good football team. And this, the Rams game is huge. This Rams yeah, game is huge. A, and, and there's – and maybe it's just me. I know that – listen – your coffee's not going to taste great in the morning, all right? That it won't be free either. If I'm done the annoying answer. person in your office that is always annoying is going to be extra annoying tomorrow morning. Oh, God. And, yes, you're going to hear it from Dallas fans and everybody else that are, you know, chirping oh. and are not great. Listen, it's going to be bad. And, and, and. There were everybody's going to talk about the non-challenge for like six days when yeah. it's not the point of what happened in that game. I'm okay with it though. It was such a bad call. <laughs> we well, you have to do. Yeah, you. I, I don't understand. Well, I kept saying the, the booth time guy, to John. I just keep turning John. I'm going disaster. Disaster. Here's, here's my here's my question. I'm going to do this argument with you, and then that's going to be the last time we're going to talk about it. It is not on Doug Peterson to throw the challenge flag. 
It is on the dude in the booth no! who is yelling. Doug Peterson has no replays there. You heard there. what I said. I don't care. The moment that ball's leaving Russell Wilson's hand, I don't even care He's if it's. He's supposed to watch that and no! know that it's a freaking no! forward pass? My point is, in that moment, that play, it is so huge that I don't even care if it's clearly a backwards pass on the replay. You're still throwing the challenge flag. That is changing the game one way or the other. There's nine it minutes left. A, you have was, two timeouts. It was a lateral. If you lose the challenge, you have one timeout in nine minutes. Lateral, you have to challenge that. You have to challenge that. You have to, have to, have to, a hundred times out of a hundred. That is a game-changing play there. It, it, you have to, on hope, on hope that it was a backwards lateral or a forwards lateral. You are not a lateral, a forwards pass. It definitely you, was a forward pass. Well, it clearly was. Yeah. Oh, on hope. On, and Al Michael on said so. <laughs> the moment it comes out of, the moment you see that happen, you say, fuck it, I got to challenge it. I don't know if it was or wasn't. I got to challenge it. I have to. It's a game-changing play. It's a game-changing swing. Thirty-yard swing or whatever. And I, I understand, down and, and maybe, down. and for at that point, I get it. Just throw it anyway. Whatever. Yeah, that's the, what I mean. I'm just you saying. Throw it I'm anyway. just saying. The I, only it been on the field before he could have even seen a replay. The only thing. The only thing. That I can say is just what I said. There's nine minutes left in the third, and you you might need I, that timeout towards I the end of the it, game. It, uh, it, I, I, it, it's not as important. You have to take the 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 gamble of the timeout is worth it. There, if you're wrong, it's yeah. worth it. What's more important is hit open wide receivers. Be a little more aggressive. <laughs> I don't know if it is more important. I think uh, that was as as important a thing as happened in the game. But I'm with you. I get what you're saying. There's it so many other it things. It wasn't the There's only so many reason other they things. lost. It was not the only reason they lost. They had to be in that position to begin with. But it was huge. I don't Definitely. can't underrate how. Big and it doesn't was. even mean that they would win the game either. But of they would have an not. opportunity. They still would have had to score. They right. would have, all that absolutely. Um, I just think this is this is how it's going to be. I mean, there's there's not much else to break down other no. than like this really sucks. Um, <laughs> Losing listen, sucks, I even, man. Let's not let's not lose. This. Yeah, I don't like this. And just to, just to show you, I I wore the shirt. I wore the shirt. Not real. I didn't last week. It just it just doesn't you know doesn't matter the the flow of it. It's uh it's still beautiful and it makes me look slender. I'm going to continue to wear it. I you think it's great, a very man. nice shirt. You look gorgeous because uh, Laurie Fitzpatrick is amazing and she's sitting right over there. Uh, and uh, or is she? Or it could be uh-huh. maybe maybe she's in Canada. And I'm making her up. Uh, but <laughs> but I think the thing to take away from this is like okay that was brutal and yes those things can't really happen uh, ever again really on for the for the rest of the season. You can't play scared like that. You can't play conservative like that. There's no reason to. You're basically already in the playoffs already. Do everything that got you to this point where it's ten and two, and it doesn't mean ten and two does not mean seven and nine now. And you know, it's just like I feel like people are are feeling that pressure and be like, oh my god, they lost one game. I don't know if the selection committee is going to allow them to make it into the playoffs because Alabama and Clemson, John, you know, the strength of schedule and John, all that. after tonight, I'm feeling like they might just want to tank for a draft pick the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I, it's I, that, think that's, I think that's more than appropriate yeah. uh, at just this point. get a better draft pick at this point, all right? <laughs> that's right. Um, be, before we go, though, uh, as, as much as this sucked, what will not suck, December 22nd, Friday, yes. at the Underground Arts BGN Radio, Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast, uh, and it is $18. Yes. Larry Poff, the great Larry Poff, who listen, is... Listen! Listen! Carson Wentz is our baby. He is yeah, our baby. Yeah, he is. We'll be there on stage with us. Uh, Chris Ryan from The Ringer is going to be there. Uh, go to the undergroundarts.org, or just go to the pin tweet if you're on the twitter.com, at BGN underscore radio. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of food, a lot of beers, some more surprises. Yeah, buddy. Uh, the Rights to Ricky crew is, has promised a huge 
guest, and I have, I actually have no idea who it's going to be, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We were right before Christmas because we were right about Carson Wentz despite what happened tonight. Uh, if you were right about the Sixers and Embiid and Simmons in the process, that's what we're celebrating the Friday before Christmas. Please come and join us. James Seltzer, your final thoughts as we're heading out here, sir. <sighs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> I got to be up early yes. and and talk about this more. Now, uh, you know, like I said, I think the biggest takeaway is, despite how annoyed I am with Doug, with with Carson, with the whole thing tonight. Um, it, again, it is a week to week league. I think that we, as a whole, all of us, vastly underrated how uh, uh, much this Seattle team was going to be ready for this game, up for this game, how much Pete Carroll would have them up for this game. They were a six-point home dog. Like that was That's like a slap in the face to that team still constituted as they are. So um, I think we just kind of underrated how tough the game would be, and it played out tough. And, and, you know, next, on to Los Angeles. Yeah, next. Next next thing up, this is – this is still a playoff team. Um, it will continue to be good teams play bad games. Yep. It is really hard unless your expectations were now suddenly fifteen and one <laughs> or whatever. They, hey, listen, fourteen and two is just as good at this yep. point because all of this stuff does not matter. The the next few things of going against the Rams, who are also a playoff team. I mean, listen, they played Seattle. They look like a playoff team now at 8-4. and four. That's pro- You're probably going to see them again at some point if Seattle, you want to get yeah. to the dance. So you have that. You have the Rams. These are good tests for you as a team to see where you are at uh, and then be ready for them. Be ready to go on the road. Be ready for bye weeks. Be ready for whatever as you're heading into the playoffs. It is playoff prep. It is not about... You know, anything else at this point, they need one more game to lock a playoff, a playoff position. It's not going to be that tough. Oh, God, I think I just jinxed everything. Oh, God, oh, stop God. talking. Uh, but... Real quick funny joke from Tom Anthony, Lenny Dykstra sitting just off screen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> stronger because he always, really was. He really was. Funny. And yapping said, in your ear. He'll get our ratings up, he said. So. That's right. That was, at the, that was at the inside joke. That was at the card show. Lenny, Lenny just kept yelling at the... Uh, <laughs> he just kept turning around and saying... Hey, I can work for WIP. <laughs> That's pretty much the whole time there. Say, I'll get your ratings up. <laughs> Tell Spike. Uh, so with that being said, uh, we appreciate everyone tuning in live on Facebook and again on the replay. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Satchel, Google Play, tune in. The reviews, the hearts, they go a very long way. I'm John Barchard. That is James Seltzer. This has been BGN Radio 282 right here on BleedingGreenNation.com and BGNRadio.com. We'll see you guys. Stretch your hand and I'm going to chop it off. I dare you ask for a favor from your boss's boss. Shrimp, scampi, angel head noodles, white wine sauce. Rwanda and Ross, reload the Nina Ross. Settle metal when I'm focused on the green dinero. Hocus pocus, Gucci loafers, cake with bacon soda. Cake for soldiers moving weight from Maine to Nova Scotia. Bang revolvers, problem solvers, that pain the mothers. Lost a child, clips from play when they hear Belial. Nightmares, walking dead cause they sleep dead. You either sheep or shit, be scared and cut to pieces. I lust for custom coops with the honey mustard features. Butterfly doors, a whore that makes wine or sober. Her beauty stunning, plus she funny, that's the proper order. Head nods and cat calls, cuz this pops in order. Yeah, I'm stuntin' all the world is my stage show. Dallas streets cruising around about 4 a.m. This that fly shit, the type you never seen again. No meats, no leather, I'm just pimping a pit. We live that life that you're wishing against. More money, more power, more women and shit. It's me and now, motherfucker. Think this is Gia Dallas Streets cruising around about